Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results, made just for us. From the ultimate girl bomb grip to the professional grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girl Bomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb, available at Walgreens. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I'm Nikki Glazer. Uh, welcome to a very special episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. This is uh, an all Fanthrax episode. If you don't know what Fanthrax is... And Andrew's here. Yeah. Right out of the gate. You're probably wondering what's I'm doing here so early. Hi. They probably thought like Andrew. I was... We we were like gonna talk about like my butthole dying or something sad. Yeah, like your it's your final day on the show. You know, it was a great run. Thank you so much for. No, you're just here. We're we're doing a special episode. Um, all because we have just so many messages and letters and things from our f- fans that we just can't get to them once a week in our you know usually weekly segment. So we're doing them all today. Um, as many as we can get through in a, a shorter version of the podcast. But listen, we give you four days a week, so don't be sad that it's shorter. Yeah, back off. Listen to it on slow <laughs> speed, and it'll be as long as the other ones. Or just my regular speed. Um, Andrew, what's that shirt you're wearing underneath? I like the pink font. Oh, mom's. Uh, it's the deli here in St. Louis. Oh, cool. 
It's uh, called Mom's Deli. It was established in 1977. Yeah. You never had a sandwich. Your dad knew what it was. Yeah, I've not. I don't like sandwiches that much. But back in the day. Back in the day, I think I just went to Quiznos, you know? Quiznos. Is there anything on the back of the shirt? Yeah. Is it the same? More Mom's Deli, yeah. But I love the pink off the black. Pink and black. I mean, who doesn't love it? Um... Okay, so let's just get to it. W- tell our fans what Fanthrax is. So Fanthrax is uh, videos, letters, emails, uh, sending a crow to drop a um, a tampon for Handwritten Nikki. Handwritten letters. Handwritten letters. That are given to us during meet and greets. Um, it could be anything. Anything from our fans. Uh, we want to hear from you. We love hearing from you. And we're going to comment on what you say to us. So Noah, kick us off. <laughs> Yeah! Yeah! You just scared Luigi. Well, he should be scared, because it's fucking Fanthrax. Fanthrax. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. First up. We first should go up, to a Megadeth concert. First up is Brianna. Hey, Nikki, Andrew, and Noah. My name is Brianna. Uh, Nikki, you've asked your listeners if they enjoy the Fanthrax segment as much as you do, and I just wanted to let you know the answer is yes, absolutely. There's something to be said about people just calling in and letting you know how loved you are. It Hmm. warms me up inside for some reason, but I just thought I need to let you know personally that you are so cool and I look up to you so much. My best friend and I have been listening to you since day one and we unpack nearly every episode together. (laughs) We don't always agree with you, Nick, but we love you anyways. And we cannot wait to see you in LA in November. Don't be of you. Bye. Oh my God. Like a true friend, you don't always agree with me. Yes. I don't like, part of that made me go, oh, they sometimes get together and go, God, she's so wrong and stupid. But the thing is, I say that about my best friends too sometimes. Listen, it happens. I love that. Brianna, you're, you, I, the fact that you look up to me makes me think you're younger than me. Or shorter. That's true too. <laughs> Maybe shorter. Maybe both. Yeah. Um, and thank you. Uh, that means so much to me. I, 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 I just, so, I'm always like, how do people even discover me? And then how do they, and I love that. The, I love listening to something that my friends and I can unpack. I mean, that's why I get involved in The Bachelor, Bachelorette, all those things. It's just so fun and for me to put out something for us to put out something into the world that people get together and talk about, it's so fucking cool. It is cool. It is weird sometimes to think like, I, I try not to think like that because sometimes I guess it could affect what you say or how you act. It doesn't for me because I'm, I can't act smart. But uh, I always have in the back of my mind that, you know, I always try to is, consider someone going, mm, that was really lame what you just said. Because it's usually me yeah. thinking that. But I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, I try to think of Brianna and her friend now. I picture them, for some reason, in Koreatown, because that's where I lived when I was in my like early 20s. And and I, w- I picture them like walking around, even though it's not that safe to walk in Koreatown sometimes. I guess at night. I don't go discuss my podcast walking around at night. But I picture them like getting together. I picture them at Starbucks. That's the only place that I ever talk to pe- sit down and talk to people. Go for a walk. You know. Yeah. I wonder what they say. Like, I wonder how much you could really dissect, I guess. A lot. Yeah. I mean, you don't listen to the first half, first part, probably, yeah, of the show. Yeah. I get into a lot of weird places, and I'm sure. I mean, I, I could listen back on those and disagree with myself. Like, that's the thing. I, I always say I have more in common with people who disagree with me than and don't like me than those who do. But not anymore. I have, I have better self-esteem. And I can accept that I'm not, that I sometimes am wrong. It is interesting. Whatever you talk about at the beginning, I come on without consent like i you could literally like it's not the right word 
uh, are without or, consent. Like I don't consent completely. To, I don't know oh, what you said. Well, okay, that's different than saying you come on without you. You come on uh, seemingly as like your your uh, attendance Olivia's? to the show would mean that you are in line with all of my yes, views too. Yes, exactly. You should have a disclaimer that says, um, I do not, any of the views expressed during the first 15 minutes of this show or 20 minutes sometimes, especially if it's 20 minutes or 25 oh, minutes. I know, I have a, it's funny, I get a vibe. I can feel it from my room. Mm. There's an energy, there's a long, like when Noah writes five minutes and then writes, sorry, uh, five minutes from now. Uh, four minutes. Uh, no, okay, it's going to be probably three more minutes. I go, oh, <laughs> no, boy. No, I can really oh, sense. <laughs> but sometimes that means it's good. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that is sometimes true. Sometimes I really yeah. find the, my flow towards the end. I mean, uh, my biggest fear is everyone goes, oh, my God, I skipped the first part. So um, don't write in and tell us if oh, you like do Oh, like a that. Mark Maron Yeah, situation. like everyone used to say, there should be an app that just skips the first part. Of, but I always liked the first part of Mark Maron's show more than the interview. Yeah. I like hearing where his because you go to weird places when you are alone. It's almost like um, the same as like a the the thing in jail where they put you alone with yourself. Oh, solitary. solitary confinement. Yeah, yeah. You just you start. I kind of start tripping out, dude. You talk to Noah like she's uh like the wall. Yeah, like a god, <laughs> like a like, like a poster on my wall. Like, yeah. Um, in Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, where you're cutting a hole in the back where you stopped after four inches because you're yeah. like, my hand hurts. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to escape from jail, was... it would be the funniest oh thing. I'd get shot before I even I got out of bed. I wouldn't even consider it. I would just feel <laughs> I would feel so guilty being in jail. I feel like I belong there. I, I wouldn't be one of those people that's like, I need to get out. Unless I was really innocent, I would try to do it the legal way, which is like, you know, appeal to Kim Kardashian. To or like, be white, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, breaking out illegally. The idea of like trying to Oof. swim through Alcatraz, like we got to swim this way because the wire. sharks are sleeping at night and we, yeah, we got to get People a ladder. People are so much braver than I could ever be. It's a, it's ridiculous. Let's go to the next Fanthrax. Thanks, All right, Anna. I just want to say, Andrew, the countdown that I send you is for like efficiency, not for anything else. It's just so that you don't start doing uh, something else. Yeah, no, I love the countdown. In other words, okay. pooping. Yeah. It or is like, funny though. Up. I get the countdown. I go minute left, and I was, I was like, I was pooping, and then she goes, "No, she's ready now." And I was like, "Fuck!" I thought I had a minute. I can't believe how long it takes you to poop. It's in and out, boy. Probably too quick, and that's probably why I go multiple times. I don't get it all out. Right, right, right. Mm. Maybe I have a fear of my butt hurting, so mm. I cut her off. Oh, don't call her her. Who? She's a girl. <laughs> my little girl lady. <laughs> little my little lady butthole pussy. Okay. Okay. Sorry to the whoever is up next on our Fanthrax for that uh, intro. Well, yeah, it happens to be anonymous, but um, oh, oh, I know him. A reference to an old uh, story. I literally used to think that any quote that was by Anon. Oh my gosh! Shut up. I thought it was a Greek poet <laughs> named Anon. You know, some. Uh, I thought it was the guy from Serial. Adnan. <laughs> okay. Oh okay, yeah. Let's hear from Anon. Hey, Nikki, Andrew, and Noah. I have an anesthesia story. Uh, two different experiences where my husband um, one time when he woke up from getting an endoscopy he was really agitated and he kept calling the nurses bitches Uh, (laughs) and he was just in like a curtained off room where there were like seven other patients in there and all the nurses were rocking around so I know that they heard him but I think he was angry because they had a hard time getting his IV in before surgery 
Mm-hmm. Um, so he kept telling me after he came out that the bitches had to poke him several times to get <laughs> his IV. Yeah. So, so that was um, highly embarrassing. And then one other time he had to get surgery on his ACL. Um, he had to get his ACL replaced. Yeah. And when he was waking up, um, he said that he was having phantom pains. And, uh, you know, phantom pains are the pains that an amputee feels, uh, where they can still feel like they feel the limb that got amputated. And he said he could feel phantom pains, which was ridiculous because he didn't get his leg amputated. He just had knee surgery. So I told him he was a dumbass. (laughs) And then he called you a bitch. Still there. (laughs) So those are just a couple funny stories. Maybe you meant Um, phantom of the opera. Maybe. Love you. Thank you for those anonymous. Um, yeah, I, you didn't know what phantom pain was? Phantom uh, limb. I, I when she started describing it, I've heard oh of it boy. before. I mean, that's wild. It's so wild to feel like a lot of times they feel like their hand is being put in like a meat grinder, and there's no hand there. It's and just they the just, nerves. It's just and your yeah, the, and the brain nerves shooting off like you still have an arm. <laughs> Fuck. And you know how they eliminate it sometimes is they give you. Um, there's some kind of system developed where there's a mirror where they have you look into something that. You can find, you can see a hand by moving your left hand. It looks like your right hand. Mm. So suddenly you can feel your hand and see that it's not being put in a meat grinder. And so you can visualize what your right hand would look like if it were there. And then your brain can go, okay, let go of the pain. Whoa. It's so fucked. Can but I maybe do, maybe uh, I'll do it with my foreskin. Do you think calling a bitch? <laughs> yeah. A, that'd be so funny if you had a phantom foreskin. Right. Ah. Sorry. <laughs> That's so funny that you're talking about that because me and all my friends are on a group chat talking about whether or not my friend's baby should um, be circumcised. And we're all like either pro or anti and we're all talking about like (laughs) why and and it's just a big. Well, phantom foreskin pain is a real thing. Really? So maybe you should throw that in the mix. No. Uh, Doctor had to hold my little dick up to a mirror, a little um, uh, makeup mirror. Yeah, to make you feel like you had it. (laughs) And like, did you... Do you ever have phantom emotional pain from kids laughing and pointing at your anteater dick? Yeah, especially when, uh, yeah. ACLs, though, you get a cadaver ACL. That's the other thing. Kids will make make fun. That's that's a true thing, though. I know, but that's cultural. No, kids make fun of your anteater dick. They're going to make fun of your dick no matter what if it's not. It sticks out. I'm telling you, I grew up making but fun I'm, of them. I'm telling you, if, if I told my friend, you know, I'm 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 for whatever she wants anti. to do. No, I'm I'm actually like I I'm oh. either. But what I what I think is that if you raise someone to be with enough self esteem, which I think my friend will, they'll be able to tolerate the, the bullying yeah. and be able to deal with it more than you know parents who back in the 80s, whenever we have these stories of my friend was tortured for his, you know, his penis 90s, there wasn't like this open discourse of like loving yourself. And I think that now kids are growing up liking themselves more and being okay with being different. And I think that my friend can do make her son so it's he's not someone who's deeply insecure about that but i also whatever whatever she wants to do look if you're a kid with foreskin out there write into us and let I us know i would love to hear from people with foreskin and like <laughs> the how horrible it's been or yeah. like or women who have seen it and they're like i would never date someone i think we talked about foreskin. this before on the pod and people are very uh 
Oh, it's it's like a it's like a really polar. I never realized how polarizing it was. It's like a crazy thing. It is. People don't you don't understand with infections and then like and then the other side. It's literally I think the like infection tr- thing like is a is an excuse that men do. It's like saying a deviated septum for a nose job. You just want a nose job. I had a friend in his like mid thirties. He had to get a circumcision because of infection. So okay. it is real. Touche. Touche. And she divided his box. Why do we have it? No, then? I did not. Why do, why do they have this <laughs> foreskin? Why does a foreskin exist? But Biologically, why, why, what why purpose does it serve? A, why is there a, uh, a gallbladder or, or, a panc- or not a pancreas? Uh, you tell me. Appendicitis. Why are there tonsils? I don't know. I, is it a thing that um, we. Eventually they're not needed. We grew out of it. But do, not what, dicks, what did but we need a foreskin for? To protect our dicks from infection, I guess. But why are they back in the have. day? Back in the, as cave people, like before clothes, that was a way of spiders and stuff could protecting get protecting it. Yeah, yeah, protection. But that's also uh, so. Wh- why don't I take off my clitoral hood? Mm. Why? Why am I? Why are women's not, pussies not being so infected by? Because they lift up the. You just wash enough so that you get in there, just like sensitive. Just though. wash more. Hmm. Because I, my no, but that's why vaginas get more disease. Foreskin. Vaginas get more yeast infections and stuff like that than mm-hmm. penises. Right. So I guess we should just start clipping off clitoral hoods. Just keep the. Clip, but I would just say there. that if if my clitoral hood didn't exist, I would be it would decrease my sensitivity because I would always be having something pushing on my clit. Right. No, that's another argument. People have that that guys say that when they're not. Uh, so they I don't. Get I'm not a doctor. I don't know fucking anything. But so, back to your husband calling the girls bitches. I, it is wait, so, Noah. I wanted to hear oh, Noah's last sorry, thought on go, sorry. No, I was going to say that some women I get their 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 clits pierced because they want that mm. constant. Yeah, um, that would seem like a lot. Is it I, their clit pierced or their clit hood pierced? I the hood, I the, the hood, hood to be honest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would get mine pierced. I think that's kind of cool. I thought it was actually the clit. And you're right. It is the clitoral hood that women are getting pierced. It's it's a misnomer to mm. say clit pierced. But it's the hood because it's getting your clit pierced would be so fucking excruciating. I, why did that hurt my clit? I don't even have one. You do. It's your penis. <laughs> yeah, I guess it did. If I felt in the top of my cock. Um, uh, but if your penis could be larger because it had a foreskin, would you kind of want it? No, no, not unless it was like considerably larger. But I, I think just looking at it where it would look like you'd have more length because it's like the tip of a high heel. Yeah. I, I don't think it would. It it's wouldn't just, matter Yeah, because it's like fake to me because it. it's coming back. Got it. It's 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 like it's, it's like up. wearing uh, Timberlands. Why? Where it gives you more height? Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's not an real. Illusion. It's an illusion. Yeah. But also penis pumps are illusions too. <laughs> hey, that was only four times. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, but back to being called bitches. Oh yeah. It, Do you think but that here's is, the thing. is I have a question. he has anger issues? I, that's my question is we get mad at people when they're hammered, when they say things. When you're drunk, you tell the truth. When you come no, out you of colonoscopy. No, but that's my question. I'm not saying I, that you Yeah, do. I don't think that I'm when you're drunk, say you tell that. the truth. I think that it can obviously lessen your um, the voice in your head that says, don't say this. But I think it... I've done things when I'm drunk and said things that absolutely were not true. And I did not believe them. And okay, I treated so people the- in ways that were... It, you, you know, maybe anger from something else makes its way and then I shoot anger at someone that does not deserve it but 
that's not what I want to be. That's not a representation of how I really feel about that person. It's like, so I think that the yeah, endoscopy, he has, yeah, he might have some anger and he might really be wanting to call women bitches in some part of his life, which let me just say, everyone does. Yeah. <laughs> He's not alone. It doesn't make your uh, anonymous husband a bad person. You know, there are things I think we all think and want to say sometimes that we can't. Um, how do you feel about parents? Filming their kids after getting wisdom teeth out, and they like funny, funny. But if but what about if you're that kid? And I, I'm sure most people will laugh uh, about it. The kid it. needs to consent to it. And I know you're like, well, why does? How would a kid know what he wants out there? If it's cute and harmless, like who cares? Like I don't know. There's cameras following me around for something right now, and some people are like, what if I have kids someday and they catch me like saying this dirty thing or something? Like what if I? What if somehow? Oh yeah. And it's like. Um, you'll like you're. It'll be okay. Like you, you didn't murder anyone on camera. Like you saying that you maybe, you know, tasted cum before isn't gonna make your kid go jump off a bridge or, like, yes. it'll be okay. For every person that's like, why would you let that let your kid not say homophobic stuff or racist stuff, but like they say like pretty fucked up stuff when they come out, you know. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't put my kids saying racial slurs. No, but my point being is like hope they parents will go, uh, some people will go, how could you do that to your kid? And it's like, I saw this other video on TikTok of a kid who a dad put his kid on like a, like a, a four-wheeler when he was like maybe six and the kid fucking ate shit off this four-wheeler. Right. And it's again, it's polarizing. Half the people are like, he's going to toughen up and be the best four wheel rider ever by the age of nine. And then the other people are like, how could you be so irresponsible? People are projecting all over the place. (laughs) Just mind your own. Like, that kid is, if that's what's happening on camera to that kid, you can only imagine the trust. Yeah, he's probably on uh, a unicycle off camera. I don't know. People get so (laughs) upset about stuff that isn't any of their business. But I guess I do, I do too. I'm always just like, why do you have a fucking designer dog, you piece of shit? Like, buy. <laughs> and then I go, wait, why am I mad at this animal? Like, I don't like or designer dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like actively don't like those dogs, but at the same time, I won't kill an ant. And I'm like, why do I hate these designer dogs? And like, literally, don't like the dog. It's like I'll have. Oh, like, you don't like the dog. But I don't. But that's not true. No, like, no, of but... course, I love all animals. If I saw the dog at a shelter, I'd be like, oh. But the fact that the what happened to get that, that for that dog to exist is such a dis- disgusting thing, I think, and like just so stupid and empty and dumb and wasteful of other animals that need homes that I just hate that dog. And it's not about that dog. It's about what if you looked at it though? Like, I mean, obviously, you could get the love you get from a mutt that you get from a purebred animal. But what, what if someone argues like, "This was my dream dog growing up." This shut is- up, <laughs> shut up. I w- but I wanted this dog because it's, I like the way they look and it was my dream dog. You don't get everything you want in life. If the if you having your dream dog leads to you not getting a dog at a rescue that's going to be euthanized, and I know you're like, but that dog could have developmental issues, then give it back, okay? Try Just try to do something that you don't get to do everything you want, and I know I'm going to get a lot of enemies from this. If you have a designer dog, I do, it's not, I'm still be your friend. I get it. They are fucking cute as fuck. I don't think they're that cute, but I know some people just really like the look of a dog that has like a gray smushy face where they can't breathe and like gray eyes that look through your soul. Are you describing me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Old gray eye lisp. Um, I I mean, I just lost so many. We're going to get so many thumbs down on this YouTube video. 
But I, I just don't know what to say. I, there are a lot of things I do that are supporting bad businesses too. So um, I'm a hypocrite for sure. Let's go oh. to a break. Let's go to a quick break and then we'll come back with more. I honestly think we could do these Fanthrax, me and you. Forever. For probably 12 hours. And I swear to God, I, I think we could literally do, like we could, we should a do marathon. A, a marathon. A marathon. Maybe not today. No, like, mm, yeah. I got stuff to do. It's I like you and Nikki just want to hear yourself talk. Yeah, Let's we'll take a quick break and get some more, but not too much more. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great? At any age, every age. That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. All right, we're back. Let's get to more facts. Okay, this one comes from Kira. Kira. Hi, Nikki, Noah, and Andrew. I hope you guys are having all the swells. 
I love the pod. Listen all the time mm-hmm. since the very beginning. Um, hope you're having a great week so far. I'm just calling to say um, I suffer from panic attacks, and whenever I get them, my teeth like chatter really fast, almost like I was shivering, but I'm not cold. My teeth just chatter. I don't know why they do that. Um, mm. But I was having one last week, and my teeth, teeth were chattering really badly. And I remembered how you say your skeleton is always laughing. And I just pictured that, like, when my teeth were chattering so fast, it looked like my skeleton was laughing at, like, a really funny joke. And it, like, helped me calm down. Um, So I don't know if anybody else suffers from that. Um, But that, like, it actually helped me so much when I was having a panic attack. So maybe it can help someone else. Thank you guys for being such a light. Um... You're not coming to my city on tour, this tour, um, but I know that I'll be able to see you in person one day, so I can't wait. Love you. Thank you. Love you. Mm. Kira. Oh, my God. That's so nice. Do you relate to that Um, when you have panic attacks, having something take you out of it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that would take me out of it. I was thinking about it. I was like, that's amazing. But then I would maybe think skeleton, think death, think... uh, you know, my bones are inside my body. It could lead me Kira, down. D- a, Kira, don't do But this. don't listen. Don't, don't listen to that. Just stick with it being funny. And Kira's at home going, like, it's worse. Uh-oh. Like, But yeah, I just, yeah, I picture her teeth wound up on the table. Those little feet. But yeah, no, I relate to that so much. What has taken some... you out of it? Um, Me going, calm down. Yeah, that... like, why are you gulping? Why are you clearing your throat? Yeah, that really Doesn't that helps. Help? I think that's what led to it. But I just I, really I, don't understand panic attacks. I want to understand them because they they have symptoms where you don't even know the. the but like, if you're picking at your leg, right? Yeah. Or if you're picking at your nails, you said sometimes you'll like look in the. I remember you told me one time you had like you have like episodes when you're alone where where you. I mean, I that's a form of a panic attack. I would assume. Right, like hit myself. Well, that is. Yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah, you should probably have a panic room for your own fist. But um, no, but like when you pick your leg and stuff, yeah. that's a form of, of panic, I think. And it's coming out in that way. But I don't, but I know that I'm, I can trace immediately to what I'm stressed out about. Yeah, that's, and I, yeah. And I know what I'm doing. Whereas I think some people describe panic attacks as like, you know, on Ted Lasso, for instance, like he's on the field and he's like involved in the game. And then all of a sudden his, his, yes. his first sign of it is his hands going numb. Mm-hmm. Whereas for me, when I go to pick my leg, my first sign is anxiety. And then I go to that to soothe. Yeah, you have you have an ability not to go to death, which a lot of people that suffer from panic attacks, that's where they first go. So let's say I'm having, you know, chest, like heartburn. I go to heart attack. Where you would go. But does the symptom start? So the heartburn might be from indigestion, you're saying. Yes. And then it will spiral into death yes, and then yes. panic attack. Yeah. And then you're just panicking that you're dying right yes. then. Yeah. Like it's almost like you're drowning. This is it. Yeah. Oh and you can't God. get out of the pool unless you accept that you're drowning. So it's it's almost like, a, you know, when you, you're swimming and they go, go with the current. Yes. Don't fight against it. That's exactly what you should do with a panic attack, which seems counterintuitive. How do you go with a panic attack? Let's like t- talk to me about that. I mean, at first you can't. Like, luckily I have Zoloft, thank you, Jesus, you know. He and, did, yeah, and AstraZeneca. And AstraZeneca. And, um, and maybe it's Pfizer. Um, I'm trying to, what, I, I, at first you can't do anything. You just have to, I, the quicker you could accept and get your brain around that this is going to pass and that it's just panic, the faster it'll go away. 
but you want to fight it. Like, you want to fight anything. You're like, fight or flight, I'll fight this off. I'll yes. be fine. I'm going to stay alive. I've and so, had moments yeah. where the most recent one was when I was on that Reddit thread and reading, like, all the worst things about me that I feared about myself. Mm-hmm. And it was so, like, I don't know how to describe it. It was, like, something I've only maybe felt when I've been broken up with. And it just, or, like... Um, the worst thing imaginable is happening and it feels like my worst fear. Like it feels like almost like a fantasy, like a, a bad dream. But do you and feel I anything feel like, um, um, medically or, or with your body? It's just like in my, it's in, it's just like this, like, like, just like, like, I don't know how I'm going to have to kill myself Yeah. to, to, I'm never going to get over the shame I feel right now. The only way that I will get over it, it's the sadness that like, the thing that I fear more than anything in the world is happening and all the things I do to, you know, for me in that moment, it was like everything I do to convince, to say, that's not, Nick, you're delusional if you think that people think you're not talented or that you're not, mm-hmm. or that you're obnoxious and you're dumb and you're, uh, you're not talented and that you're lazy and all these things. When it finally was like in front of me in many posts of people that seemed eloquent and like used to be fans and then they are abandoning me, it felt like it's this nightmare is happening and I cannot believe it felt like, like I just, there's, it felt there's nothing I can do to soothe this. There's nothing except suicide. And there was like a, there's just a feeling of like, I have to do it. Fuck. I'm going to have to kill myself because this is, there's, there's, there's nothing anyone could say that will ever make me feel better about what I just read ever. I've seen it now. And in that moment, it's just like, that's when I grab a scissors. And I'm not saying that so that it's, people go, yeah. I'm Nikki's trying to make us feel bad, so we're, don't ever say anything bad about Nikki because she's gonna threaten us with self-harm. I'm not saying that. Say what you want about me. I'm. It's my job to protect myself and to have coping mechanisms that aren't cutting myself. But there's just something about it that's like, that. that's the only time I've felt like truly like, I'm, I'm gonna explode. Like, I, I'm yeah. just gonna like, ah! yeah, And I yeah. just like, like I'm, I can't, I've, I wanna just... I want I want to just implode. Yeah, it's interesting that what we're afraid of, death, right? Yeah. Can lead you to wanting death to get out of it already. I don't know. It's a, I'm not saying that's what you did, but yeah. I'm saying like it's just an interesting thing like Well, it's the only escape yeah. from being a bad person and mm-hmm. that that if people hate you and you're a, you're a bad person and um and now everyone knows it and now you have confirmation of it, this thing you've always sneakily thought but everyone, all the you know experts you see say, no, that's a symptom of your depression. But then you go, no, actually, it's true. I have some, I could print out some pages of evidence that people <laughs> people do think this about me. I'm not alone. I'm not delusional. Then it just becomes a death sentence of like, you shouldn't exist. Like wh- what, you're a selfish, bad person. You're not bringing any good to the world. And it, not killing yourself to go, you hurt me. See how bad you hurt me? You're going to suffer now because you're going to feel bad I killed myself. It's I have to get rid of myself so I don't do any more harm to the world. Do you think that it's kind of like let's say you do have moments of where you're not being your best self, right? Do you think and then you read that people see the way that you saw. Do you feel like sometimes you might and I think I might do this too is like I'll act in a certain way that I assume that either people think I am or what I think I like, it's hard to explain. Like sometimes you could be a bigger dick 
when people are just expect expect like ex- okay, I'll be a dick. I am a dick. You know what I mean? Like like I want. Lean I don't know it. what the psycho. Yeah, I don't know what the psychology well, of that if you're, is. If you're gonna call me it, whether when I'm trying not to be, then I'll just be. Yeah. That yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Like Can when I, just, I when I, I yeah sorry no sorry I was gonna say I used to say that I have panic attacks until I had a therapy session and I really wanted to t- like talk about it and my therapist she's like what is a panic attack and as I started going you know like trying to explain it which is very difficult it is hard yeah I think what I realized is is that it's like I think it's a misnomer I think it's like it's um like uh uh an um, amalgamation of like all of the issues that I'm, that are unresolved or low self-esteem or, you know, like I don't have confidence. I don't know how to handle this. And it's just like, it comes all together into one. Mm. And I think that once I stopped giving it um, any clout by calling it a panic attack and making it something, I was able to kind of like, just like stop going through Interesting. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying by that. Like, and the longer you get away from it, the more it doesn't even seem like it could possibly happen to you. In, right. Like, I don't way. give it a definition. Yeah. I don't allow it to be a thing you that know what's happens. It's a weird to me. thing with what my with my brain is yeah. that I what you're saying. Like, when I started not having them or started not having as much anxiety, I was like, I don't know. It like made me kind of like more interesting to have anxiety like i think there's something to like missing that feeling of like Mm. sadness or being scared or like because you kind of feel a little alive in the moment and you feel like there's something maybe maybe a little bit more interesting you're more of a victim you have an excuse you have a sickness that gets you a little bit of attention or sympathy from people especially now that we are more aware of mental health and we, we, we we give more sympathy to people noah how did your um, panic. What, what you were defining as panic attacks? What did they look like for you? Mine was I would just start like just having like heavy breathing, and when I would close my eyes, I would just see shadows. And the mm. only thing that would help me get out of it is I'd have to go into like a small room or like under the covers or into like a closet. Like I would sit in like a closet, and then it would wow. it would pass. Like it's just like. <gasps> did you feel like you were gonna die? Were you? Did you feel like you were like gasping for air, like drowning kind of thing? Yeah, it was like that. I didn't have it, it's it those like suicidal thoughts are separate from that. I think that it, you know that's yeah. more like related to when I was you know going through a bad depression. Yeah. But um, I think it's just like this overwhelming feeling of just the world just kind of closing in on you. Yeah, I don't think I've. I think um, what I've experienced is just like not a panic attack, but I just. Even the just wanting, and then the time like uh, last year that I just like punched myself so many times, <laughs> like just beat myself up was just like that was I didn't want to kill myself, but that's the thing that I could do that would like punish me for being such a bad person, mm. and like that's retribution for all the people that hate you, and like you're do- you you're gonna keep living in a sh- with a sheltered life. And keep getting money, and keep you keep having a show. You have there's no been no punishment. You got to take it out on yourself to make things right. Whoa. I guess. Yeah. The other day, I went to um, one of my like uh, music lessons, and I was headed over, and I was just like, God, you need to fucking do something for someone else. All you do is talk about yourself all day. 
you have a thing happening where it's just all about you. Every fucking conversation you have is about you. You have people that all your friends are kind of like working for you. It's just like you, 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 like what the fuck? And I was just like driving over there and I'm just like, God, please like let me help someone today. Like I want to do something totally that is not self-serving, which in, in, it it's ends up being so self-serving. I know, that's so funny. Because yeah. that is the because I was also feeling really depressed and sad and I was like I know the remedy for this is doing something that has nothing to do with me. Isn't it's the self-care for me is helping someone else and like putting myself out there. And I was just like please, but I was going to this thing that I was paying for an hour of this person's time to teach me a musical thing. And I got there and I was like you know, they were like uh, how are you feeling? And I'm like, oh, I'm good. We hadn't seen each other in a while. And I'm like, I'm good. Just pleasantries. And I just go, how are you? And the person was like, I'm okay. And I was just like, tell me more. And we spent the whole hour that I'm paying for <laughs> talking about this person's problem. Yeah. And I was able to give this person hope in a way that they hadn't felt in for so long I was able to because the way that they communicated they were feeling sad I was like I've I know that sadness like it's a very specific kind of sadness same kind of suicidal ideations same kind of there's certain types of depression like this person had my type of depression this very rare form of depression that manifests in this way and I was like I know that kind. Is it like this, this? And I eventually obviously made it about myself but I just <laughs> but that was my way of helping well, that pain. person. You were paying. And we didn't get to anything that we were supposed to do. It was all about getting this person out of that funk and giving them hope. And I called a doctor that I know that helped me. And I was like, this person's going to call you. Make sure you, here's what I've observed. I know I'm not a professional, but they seem to have all the same characteristics I did. I really recommend the same kind of treatment you prescribed for me. Um, but, you know, that's up to you, obviously. I just want you to assess them. Will you please... Let me know anything I can do to if, if they can't get in with you, can we find someone like I took the time out of my day to like and it was just so nice because I asked God or whatever I believe God is for a, a way to help. And it just who knew me me just going because I thought, oh, this person's not even gonna want to tell me about their life. Like I didn't want to go, listen, can we make this all about you? Cause I really need to do some service right now. I didn't have to say that. And this person wasn't like, I'm sorry the lesson was all about you. They were or all about me. The person was just like I go, thank you so much for this. And they were, they were like, thank you. And we're like nearly crying and we hugged and we're like, I love you. It was just so beautiful. And it was just, um, it was just so nice. It was so nice. And obviously in the end, very, very self-serving <laughs> because I walked out of there like, I'm a hero, yeah. <laughs> but so what? But I mean, no, dude, those self-serving things are, are the end justifies the means there dude. like all day long. Like anyone that like I make fun of, you know, I'm in big brother and I'm helping. And it's like, OK, you're doing this so you can put it on your Bumble account. Yeah. But it's well worth it. Like it's. Yes. Uh, the only thing that I would say is like. I'm not doing that to brag you, about it. I'm doing no, it to say I don't like think you are. Sometimes I, you it really does help your mood to help other people. And I never thought that would be the case. But but if. My only thing is like if if I if, if you ask someone like how they're doing and then they explain and then you go well I'd like to help you, then it, then I think it could almost turn to like well now I'm making this about me helping that person. I didn't say that. I just go tell me about that. Yeah. And I go wow. I no no no. When you went out to the doctor, like was she like all for that? And she, yeah, I go yeah. I I have a doctor. Can I recommend? Yeah. Th uh, them and she was like 
yeah, I mean, I would love that. And I oh, go, I'm awesome. going to call yeah. him yeah. and leave a message. And then I wrote and like, didn't do anything over the top and didn't kind yeah. of like, it, it, and the way I called the doctor was not like, you need to subscribe, prescribe this yeah, yeah, and this. Yeah. I was just like, they they seem to have a lot of the characteristics yeah. I do. And yeah, it just felt, I just, I'm glad now that I know, I wish I would have had that tool earlier on. If If you're out there and you're suffering, I swear to God, going and picking up trash on your dog walk will make you feel better. Yeah, just thinking It'll outside just, yourself. And it, it's not well, even about like, now I get to say I picked up trash and look at everyone's going to think I'm such a good person. It just feels good oh, to I mean, do something so that isn't for you. Of my panic was was thinking about myself. Yeah. I mean, it's all about yourself. It's just a quick thing you can do that isn't journaling, that isn't like going to meditate. It's just go. I wasn't sad about starving kid. Like, it was about me. Like, no, it's like... <laughs> Think Give about a dollar to a yourself. homeless person. Yes. Write a letter to the, your doorman or the janitor that cleans your building. Like something that's just nice. Yeah, Venmo me. Okay, Venmo Andrew. Uh, and he'll spend that money on himself. Uh, but not self-serving. <laughs> next, next fan facts. Okay, next one comes get golf from, clubs, I will. from Nick. Why do I like to close my eyes? Nikki, Andrew, Noah. This is Nick in Northern California. Oof. Huge fan of Love the podcast, Nick. been listening since episode one. Actually, I've been listening since before episode one. You up with Nikki Glazer got me through season one of COVID, <laughs> spring 2020. Uh, but you guys are crushing it. I just wanted to tell you, you're doing a great job. Listen, I'm an Uber driver, and the best part of my morning is that in between passengers, I get to listen to the Nikki Glazer podcast. As soon as somebody gets out of my car, I switch it over, I crank it up. And then, of course, when somebody else gets back in, I have to turn it off. Because usually the conversation is about penises and buttholes and vaginas. You guys know how it goes. We do. But you make my mornings. (laughs) So thank you so much. I also wanted to point out that I was listening to an older episode, the one where Andrew's friend Seth Glassman comes on. And I thought it was hilarious that at least twice he said that he was an intricate part of the penis pump story. And I think he meant integral part. And I thought it was classic that just like Andrew's best friend – has a tendency to misuse words just like Andrew does. I mean, you can't you can't make that up. It's amazing. <laughs> Listen, you guys, keep it funky. All right, you're doing a great job. What the? Don't fuck? change a thing. It's can all he call working. us every morning? So just keep it up. And Jack Nicholson. Yes, that's a good one. That's good. That's good. Um, dude. I mean, that guy. I love him. That guy is. I wish he just was in my brain all the time. He has Uber driver voice. Yeah. Like fun Uber driver voice. Do you like, know what welcome I mean? like, to Northern. Yeah, you, you like in, San Francisco? Hey, guys. How you doing? Where are you, where are you coming from? Like he yeah. has, I'm excited that this is my Uber driver. I actually want to engage in this conversation. This guy is positive, fun. He remind. he is, I want to be friends with him. He's kind of like Seth in a way. My buddy Seth. Like yeah. how he talks. He sounds like he's almost from New York. You know who he sounded like? Our friend who, he didn't sound like him, but the way his intonation sounded like Brad. Uh, the guy that yeah. talks like this. Yeah. Uh, hey, you. Nikki. Nikki. Andrew. Noah. Oh my God. How you doing? I'm like What's attracted. Going on? What was his name? Nick. Nick. I'm like attracted to Nick yeah. via his Let's voice. I feel like there's something to be said about, what if there was an app just, just about voice? voices? Well. I'm really into your voice, Nick. Very into it. Maybe that's why you like me. We maybe we have similar. And I'm into his positivity. Like everything about him screams like good guy. Yeah, like, Nick. We want to know more. So much charisma. Yes, he does. He he's an intricate part of uh, this Fanthrax episode too. <laughs> Integral. Integral. How do you not know that? <laughs> intricate 
fart. I can't believe I didn't catch that. I feel like I maybe I was trying to be polite because he was a guest, but or maybe I didn't notice. I definitely didn't. But know. I'm glad I, he I mean, didn't. I didn't even notice when Nick said it. Um, <laughs> even after he told us why. Sometimes I'll look up words and I'll. I'll be like, I'm more confused by the definition. God, someone, you know what? I was watching a Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly. Um, have you been? Have you been shown that on YouTube? I haven't seen that video yet, but you sent me. Yeah, like I showed you a clip of it. But there's oh, the, I am weed. That oh one? yeah, the, the yeah. I am weed thing. Um, but he goes at one. I was watching the whole thing, and she was like, she used a great word. What was it? Oh no, my friend used um, obsequious the other day. Obsequious. Obsequious. And I was like. What does that mean? And she was like, because I obviously know that word, know how to spell it, but I don't know exactly what it means. And it's, um, I forget it already. You're like subordinate like to somebody. Obsequious. Okay, yeah. Mm. I was thinking it was Beneath being them. like, yeah. Yeah, I, I can often be obsequious to certain people. And it's again, it's not my nature, but that word really hit me. I was like, I am obsequious in so many circumstances. And then, but the word that she used she used some word that I go, oh, is this, she even using it right? And boy, was she ever. It was a perfect word. Like sometimes people with big I'm words. excited. What is it? She's so smart. Because someone, I was listening to the Courtney show, which is my favorite morning show in St. Louis. And Courtney was talking about list, watching that video. And she goes, I got to say, Megan Fox is really smart. And I knew she was smart. And then Machine Gun Kelly even says like, you know, she, one of the questions was like, what do people think like what's something that someone be, would be surprised to know about me what's a secret talent he's like that you're smart as fuck your iq is probably just so insane and you read all the time and i was just again jealous about of megan fox for another thing yeah she's really smart she's from my hometown really port st lucy florida oh cool wait what was the word that she was it up uh, it wasn't word? that it was something to do <laughs> with your being your your he's she's like you know a word that uh, means like beating around the bush you're being obtuse vague will you look up other words that mean like uh sounds synonyms like what for vague? brian austin green would do um, let me look up vague. He'd beat around the bush instead of. Uh, no, she definitely unclear, uncertain, um, unfocused, imprecise. <laughs> I want more I'm vague synonyms. She it was such a good word. Um, uh, nebulous, nebulous, oh. nebulous. I think nebulous. She goes, I you're think. being cloudy. She goes, well, that was a nebulous response. And I was like, I think she used that wrong, even though I don't know what it is. And I looked it up and I go, no, it was fucking perfect. But do you think she Just has like, like lips and maybe 30 words that she goes to? No, to sound smart? I don't think she's one of those people because it was such a it wasn't her trying to use nebulous. It just, it just nebulous was out. a better use than saying vague or the other words that are on this list that I just looked up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the last Fanthrax. Okay, let's do. Um, let's end the show with this one. It's a. It's a an advice question. No. Also anonymous. Oh, again. Hey guys, I have a quick question for Nikki and Noah. I Ouch. just got a kitten, and I'm wondering, when you guys have sex with your partners, do you kick your pets out of the room? Hmm. Or do you let them like hang out in the room? Because uh, my kitten will like scratch at the door and meow. And I'm trying to navigate if it's weird to keep her in the room or like if I should just keep her locked out. And so I'm just curious what you guys have been doing. Yeah. Um, I would love the advice. Thanks, guys. Love the pod. 
Thank you so much for this question. What a great question. Noah, I'll start with you because you do have a new kitten as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what Buzzy must hear. Maybe the, Buzzy gets threatened by other things that Buzzy, are making buzzing noises. Buzzy just got uh, educated, uh, had like a, a sex education class a couple of days ago. So, I where was Buzzy and did Buzzy try to get involved? Did Buzzy learn how to divide and multiply? No, he was just sitting at the window. Divide with your nose. Divide with. Oh, he was just sitting. Wow. At, she was just she he. Sorry, he he was just sitting at the window. Didn't try to get involved. Did, no, did you ever I, lock eyes with Buzzy or were you um, aware that Buzzy was in the room? He did He did make us laugh at one point, but you know, that only yeah. makes the sex better when you're laughing. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, what about like you? A cat. a cat could look did at you. Did he like you. go like this as obvious balls? Yeah, play with them. Like, uh, <laughs> well, how did it? How, um, I, I just find that it's so like what um, the the listener was saying when they're pawing at the door or making any kind of sounds or like crying, it just so much takes me out of it. I, I don't like it. So distracting. Yes. And then you start getting torn up whenever you hear them scratching at anything. <laughs> it's Pavlov's dogs Pavlov's for your, dog. like I used to always yeah. keep the dogs out of the room and they would go scratch at the door. Mary yeah. would go. <laughs> yeah. And then when I would hear that sound, it would trigger me, my pussy salivating because I would always associate it with me oh. having Whoa. sex. It was weird. One time I heard it and I was like, well, not now. Marion's at my parents. Come. Gross. Gross, <laughs> Andrew. Andrew. It was um, a fun, it was funny. But yeah. I will say, um, with dogs, with with Luigi, I um, he is he's in the room and he's on his bed and sometimes he, like when we go to the floor or something and we're near him, He'll just want to get involved in stuff, but it's just like, no, you go to your bed and like, I think that they're not going to be traumatized. I think it's okay. We watch them hump each other and we're not traumatized. Mm-hmm. They can handle, they, they're used to seeing each other. It's not a private thing that they do. And so I think it's okay. Cats also, even if you're, I feel like cats, they look at you, but they never feel that involved like with you. So it doesn't feel like they're as intrusive. As a dog would probably lick your foot and be like, <laughs> yes, like really in there, you know. I had if a you dog say look- lick my pussy though. Watch out where they head towards. To a guy. If you oh yeah, yeah lick yeah. my pussy and he just runs across the room and starts <laughs> laughing at your cat. <laughs> I think like yeah, I think like I think that you can overdo it though. I'm sure there's some people that like pet their dog while they're fucking, and it's just like. Yeah, no, okay, no, no. Well, There's a line, weird. probably. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird though. Like the one time, and I've told this before. I was on a couch and like getting doing doggy, and like Luigi licked my face in the front, and it felt like a gangbang. Yeah, like of like a guy kissing you while you're getting a guy from behind. And I was just like, Duh. there was something about it that was like a little like I'm not gonna like. Inc- I wasn't like letting him do it. Yeah, too much. But there was a moment where I was just like, oh my god, this is hilarious. It's too much doggy. Yeah, and then Marion was eating Luigi's ass. It was all like a whole thing <laughs> that once you and you know, Buzzy was watching it. from a windowsill. That <laughs> little cuck freak. Thank you for your advice questions. That's fun. That's oh, a that thing great. that we, we would love to help you with your life. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this very special episode of Fanthrax. We will be back tomorrow with a fresh episode um, Tuesday in St. Louis. Um, and you, as always, you can catch our podcast on YouTube. We have video now, so go subscribe there through the link in our. 
uh, bio in our podcast. And um, don't be care. And yeah. Jack in the box. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results. Made just for us. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip to the professional-grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level. With Conair Girlbomb, available at Walgreens. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.